Hello everybody and welcome to Wondering to Gdansk. I got it right. I got that's it possible right. this time. I think that's possible, isn't it? That's possible. Gdansk. Gdansk. Oh. Yeah. Gdansk. Well, you stumbled on Wonder in the first time around. Jeez. <laughs> I've said it right. Anyway, this is our Euro shows. Anytime we're in Europe, we'll have these shows again. This could be our last episode. We could have some more episodes of the season. You never know. It could be a complete waste of time. Uh, right, we're going to talk about Crusaders and we're going to do all the latest stuff going around as well. Uh, but firstly, Adam, welcome back. Hello. How Hello. are you doing? I'm alright. Well, last I'm week we were in the weather. Yeah, yeah. Not. No. Well, last week we recorded the show. We we're all reveling in shorts, and this week it's pissing it down. Yeah. I, I did. I did actually go out without a coat today. Um. So you took the risk. Well, I did take a risk. Yeah. And look at it. And the risk failed. I, well, it didn't. It didn't. I, I, I managed to remember. I did have a travel umbrella in my bag, so at least I'm not like a complete <laughs> food drain rat. A travel umbrella. Ooh la la. Then I get, well, when you when you're a commuter like I. Yeah. You've got to come prepared. Is it like an Inspector Gadget type type just unfolds out? It, it, it like if it, you can like just whip it out like um, one of them truncheons that the couples have, the telescopic ones, so I can smash windows with it. <laughs> uh, right, we've got a newbie on the show this week on Troll. Jordan's here. Yeah, hello. Hello. There we go. Yeah, loud enough. Yeah, loud yeah. and clear. <laughs> uh, now, as per fancast tradition, of course, every new person gets the fancast questions for three. Uh, Adam, um, you remember this being the, one of the most worst experiences of your life, wasn't it? Fancast question three. It's extremely traumatic, yeah. yeah. Mm. Very traumatic. I have flashbacks like Vietnam sometimes. It's <laughs> dreadful. Absolutely <laughs> dreadful. So we ask the same three questions every time a new person's on. Jordan, uh, favourite Wolves player of all time that isn't Steve Ball? Um, I was thinking about this when you asked the question, uh, sent me the question yesterday. Um, probably Robbie Keane. Yep. Growing up, um, I remember being probably my first Wolves kit and what first experience going to the Wolves was Keen and Bully up front, um, practicing the cartwheel and the, the gun show afterwards after every goal, uh, practicing that when I was five, six years old around the garden. Uh, so yeah, probably Robbie Keane. Um, but the first person player I had on my shirt was actually Jamie Smith. Wow. Uh, that's a left wow. field choice. That yeah, is. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was my first ever shirt, Jamie Smith. What and the re- com- reason was? I've got no idea. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. And I said, I've asked my dad that question a few times. Why Jamie Smith? And he said, you just point him out. And that was it. And I was like... And obviously had a glistening career with the wolf, so it went really well. <laughs> you don't see many Smiths, do you, on the shirt these days? You don't? Don't see many Smiths. Bring Give them back. Commonality. No, bring them back. Bring them back. <laughs> uh, right, the, the, the big fan cast question. Uh, sources, fridge or cupboard? Has to be one or the other. <sighs> cupboard. Okay. But that's a bold choice. No, the, I'd say cupboard, but I think there's an, a real strong case for mayo in the fridge. Yeah, yeah but no, that's, that's good. Yeah, I approve. I just think keep your ketchup out the fridge. <sighs> just for me, I think happy, it's out the fridge. Happy for it to be at lukewarm temperature. Not lukewarm. Maybe a bit cool. You know, maybe put it in a pantry or something. But yeah. not not ice cold. So yeah, mayo possibly fridge. Everything okay. else, I'd go out in the cupboard. I think I would allow that. Mayo, I think, has to go in the fridge. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm definitely on board with the mayo yeah, in the fridge. Yeah. I'm not having warm mayo or no, no. cool or dry mayo. No. I, will, I will allow that answer. We'll allow that. I will allow that answer. Uh, final <laughs> question, uh, favourite film of all time? Favourite film? Um, I'd probably say Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. I think. Again, bold choice again. Bold. It's... I, I'm, I know you're looking at me as the nerd, but I'm not a fan of Lord of the Rings films. As oh, in, oh, I've oh. watched them, but it's not my choice of what I would call geek 
I don't, nerd, I've, I've sci-fi, whatever films. I mean, there are a lot of you know strong films out there, um, but probably I think more so just as a trilogy. I think it probably wraps it up quite nicely. It's probably the last big blockbuster to win Oscars. Probably, I would think. I can't imagine a, a, a big blockbuster since it's won big at the Oscars. No, probably not. Um, but you know, I'd still argue the case that the best trilogy of all time is the Mighty Ducks trilogy. Oh yes, now that, you're on board. But you can't official really say that you can't really say it's your favourite film of all time. Right? No, 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 need, no, no need for anything. He's an official member of Fancast now. Mighty Ducks is a fantastic. Not, not uh, even the Austin Powers trilogy. <laughs> no, Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Do you still three's not great? Though. No, no, three's not. I, I prefer two to one though, as well. oh, and that's yes. controversial as well. But I think two's better. Where than has one. Jordan been all my life? This is this is amazing. So I just leave now. Yeah, just go. <laughs> right, good night, everyone. <laughs> two is so good. I could read and uh, Keenan. Keenan's in it. The exactly. Knuckle Puck. Yeah. Oh, honestly, Team USA. <laughs> Such a good film. I remember as a kid. I think I watched it for the third or fourth time. And I convinced my dad to buy me these, like, um, like a hockey stick and a ball, like a roller hockey stick. I think I literally use it for like a weekend. <laughs> Pretending to be the Mighty Ducks in the back garden. So, isn't there the right time to say that I haven't watched two? Uh, wow. Have you seen one though? I have, but yeah, not, two, two's I, better. I, I couldn't say yeah, two is better. Two is so much better. I'm not a film person. The Junior I'm Olympics, which I even to this day I've still not heard of. No. <laughs> and it happens. <laughs> Obviously, no UK team. You don't see a UK team. Anyway, anyway, good round, good round. Yeah, thank you. A solid, solid round. <laughs> You're in. You're in. <laughs> right, we're going to talk about Crusaders in a second, but it's, it's the usual weekly plug for the live show, Friday the 23rd of August, half seven, uh, at the Arena Theatre in Wolverhampton. Uh, and just, you know, we're doing a live show of this edition, we've got a big quiz, we've got prizes to give out, we can do all the usual fancast fun, so come join us, it'll be good. Adam, it'll be good, won't it? I think it'll be alright. Yeah, it'll be alright, yeah. You've, I mean, we've all, we've all told you enough times now on Insta Live. Yeah. If you've joined us, which I'm sincerely hoping you have. I'm sure people have watched our faces on Instagram Live. At least 20 people have watched us on Instagram Live. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. if they all bought a couple each, then we're laughing, aren't we? Yeah. Which they should have by now. We've told them enough yeah. times. Yeah, they'll buy And we'll continue to tell you all throughout August. Yeah. They're just, they're just going to wait till the last minute. That's all they're doing. <laughs> doing? Yeah. You'll, you'll miss all the special prizes. Yeah. Anyway, come see us 23rd of August. Right, let's get straight into it. Uh, Crusaders. On Thursday night, Wolves' first game in Europe in nearly 40 years. Ended in a 2-0 win for the Wanderers. Uh, Jota and Vinagra with the goals. Um, before we get into it, what I found odd, I don't know whether it's because it was a qualifying stage, but I expected Europa League banners around UEFA montages or hoardings, but none of that. I, I, I found that a bit weird. Yeah, I thought that. I was expecting like the middle strip, you know, like the middle, middle parts of the stadium yeah. all to have the... And whatever it is, the Europa League motifs and everything, all that stuff, and you know, like they normally have that semicircle thing, oh, like the banner, like over the middle, yeah, of the yeah, team, yeah. yeah, all that. We didn't. Was there a, a Europa, Europa League anthem thing? Not, no, not, not played. There is not one played. though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was expecting all that nonsense, and uh, no, uh, maybe because it's just a qualifier. The school, the school, like the you know, the scorecard, scoreboard, scorecard. <laughs> I don't know what the scorecard is. <laughs> Um, it was the, the score was in the like Europa League, the colour scheme they've got this year. Well, that seems to be the only mention of it. The fonts, the back of the shirt, to be. Yeah. Maybe we don't just get it until we're actually fully fledged Europeans <laughs> in the like in the actual yeah. thing itself. I don't know, but yeah, I thought the same. Did we wear any badges for it? Shirt badges? She wouldn't know. This, I don't think it? we did actually. Um, I think it, I do think it's when you get to the group stage that you do start getting your own fonts and yeah. 
the badges and stuff because I went in the club shop uh, over the weekend uh, thought I'd have a look at the away top um, and the fonts that people were printing were just the normal Premier League stuff so I think uh, wait until we get there we don't get we don't unlock that bonus until uh, we actually get there fully, the achievement's not fully unlocked no <laughs> <laughs> uh, the game itself there were some mixed reactions to this um, some people would say it was below par given the opposition some people would say it was expected given the fact they basically played 10 men behind ball throughout the whole game now the dust will settle a few days later everybody uh, what's our rational thoughts of the game, um, I think, I think it was, I think it was a professional job. Um, it's really difficult when you're playing teams like Crusaders without being disrespectful. Um, you see it when England play the lesser nations, um, the San Marinos of the world, the Andorras, where you know what you're going to get. And if you beat them seven, eight, nine, nil, you're just going to get. Oh, we should have beat them seven, yeah. eight, nine, nil. Uh, but then you know they make it extremely hard for you. Um, they were playing like a five-four-one, um, and as soon as they're out of possession, which was a lot of the game, the fullbacks tucked in, and the wingers yeah. were ended up playing in the fullback. It was a, literally a seven-two, and that is low man up front running around doing nothing. Unfortunately, it's nearly but- Scotland's classic <laughs> six-four-zero at one point, wasn't it? Yeah, I think um, a lot. A majority of people probably going into this game probably bought into the fact that it was going to be five, six, six nil, and I, I suppose oh, that's understandable. But I mean, I don't know. For me, I just I wasn't that bothered about the result. Just because I don't know, I don't know why. I can't, I've got no real rationale as to why. It's just because I see it as a pre-season game. For them. Yeah, I just think it's one of those things where you just get through the the tie, and no one cares. No one will care about the result. Let's just get into the Europa League itself. Mm. And we're going to have the same again next round when we get past the Crusaders, when we get past them. But, yeah, exactly the same. We, we've always struggled last season against these teams that set up yeah. ultra-defensive because their, their, their style of play is to hit teams on the break. So yep. Yep. when we have the teams that are playing like all the, the 10 men beyond the ball, we, we kind of end up just passing it in, across, like sideways and across them for 90 minutes, which is kind of what happened. And I mean, it really could have, should have finished one nil, shouldn't it? Really, because of Vinagre's goal was a bit of a gift at the end. Yeah. So I, I could understand, I could understand the fan reaction, thinking I can't believe we've only just beat the semi pros one nil. Did we need that goal though? Because I think we needed that goal, that second goal, going to the next leg. I think, it, I think it might have been a bit of a nerve, unless we scored early against Crusaders. Hopefully next week, it might have been a bit of a nervy affair. Yeah, yeah, we did probably did need the second one to be sure. You know, if you wanted to be sure, but I think because I always I, want to be sure. I, I, well, well a lot of a lot of fans, and I'm sure probably a lot of them are on Twitter. They'll probably all be they'll be spending this week worrying that we're only taking the one goal lead to these semi-pro guys in Northern Ireland. But I don't. I really don't think there'll be any issues whatsoever. Really, don't think over the top emotions on Twitter. Never. <laughs> people don't. And I'm talking crazy. People don't have over the top emotions. People are rational about their thought process on Twitter. Twitter is the same place. It, it, is. Is. it is. It is. But I, I, I mean, I can understand. I understand the reaction. But just for me, I'm just. I'm just not that bothered about it. I mean, I, I, everyone was up in arms afterwards saying that no, it, was, it was pathetic. It was a shambles. It was. I can't believe only only just scraped past them two 0 But I thought, fine. Like I say, I understand it. I'm just, I'm. It, it's not worried me one bit at all. You're still, you're still on the beach, aren't you? 
That's really well. Like, I wish yeah, I bloody was looking yeah. there, sorry. <laughs> it was only Wolves' fifth um, pre-season game that I counted. There was two games behind closed doors. They're going to put field in Warsaw, which was two all for each game. Yeah. Um, but I do think Crusaders, with you know the respect and credit to them, they defended fantastically, I thought. It didn't feel like at times I was watching, I don't know what level you class them at. Would it be a conference level? Would it be <laughs> Division 2? But I just thought there were times I was thinking... They were like, re- especially when the ball was in the middle, when we were stopping trying to do it on the wings, they just were cutting it out and blocking it. And I thought, this is fantastic. This is literally not what I was expecting. But I just thought, I, I mean, full credit to him, I thought they did, in that setting, they did really well. Yeah, and 100%. I think, you know, first and foremost, it is credit to Crusaders and, you know, the fans. Although there wasn't many of them, you could see they were very vocal all game. They had a great day out and a great experience. And I think it, you know, it, it's not simple just to show up and turn up and just say, right, we're going to play a shape and be hard to break down. I think yeah. that, you know, I, when, before the game, um, talking to people I went up with, and it was very much sort of my opinion was I thought, you know, we might edge the first half one or two nil, and they'll just tire just because yeah. of we'll move the ball around, we'll shift them around, but. They didn't really get tired. Um, they were limited in what they did, but like you say, you've got to just put your hands up sometimes and say, you know what, they've come and done a job and fair play to them, I think. When they, I remember when we spoke to uh, Thomas last week, the Crusaders fan, and he said, you know, their expectation is if they get a corner, they'll massively celebrate. So when, when they got that corner, I checked the court there end, and they were going they got about, they got about five minutes in, didn't they? But <laughs> it was that, from that corner, they had that shot that just went wide. I was thinking, geez, if that had gone in, people, not obviously, it would be funny to see what their reaction was, but people in the stands would have been like sweating it. Well, some people were looking around after after that corner and the shot. People looked around, going, "Well, this this wasn't thought, in the script. I thought <laughs> we were, we're actually having good. a shot at our goal. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were in the group stage already. The best thing. Um, but yeah, lots of possession um, for us. It was like eight, was it end like eighty twenty in the end or something like that. Something like yeah, that. Really and about, it was thirty it. shots or something in the end. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, we, we just controlled the game. It was never a, a contest in the sense of the word. It was just attack v defence, wasn't it? And like I say, that's not one of our strong no. points is it breaking down it's something to work on potentially because yeah. I mean for the coming season I mean what like I said what what exactly are we going to face again in the next round the same, exactly the same again yeah, yeah. Um, and then the same for when I don't know a team like Brighton come back down the Molyneux again in the season but they're going to do exactly the same as before because that's that seemed to work for these teams last time around just stick stick 10 men behind the ball get something off a set piece or a breakaway so we do need to work on it you would like to think. I thought it was a bit of an odd atmosphere in a good way on Friday because it did feel brand new, if that makes sense. It just obviously we're in Europe for the first time in forty years, but it felt like a pre season game, but also felt like we were witnessing something new. I don't know, it just it was a good weird feeling yeah. to feel. <laughs> but I, th- I think a large part of that was that it was it- it was a competitive game as such and you know it was our first game in Europe for so many years but we were playing a team that again like the bookmaker said it's like 1 to 500 to beat I think everyone turned up with that myself included that sort of laid back sort of, we're just going to watch us steamroll these 5, 6, 7 nil. and I think that I think that's a lot of what the frustration was on Twitter afterwards I think that people were expecting something and you know they've come away from the game. We've we've scored in the 90th minute to make it two nil. Um, but I just yeah, like I say, go back to I think 
after watching that nine minutes, you've got to give Crusaders a lot more credit there, you know, than what they're worth. And you know, it's not going to be easy. And you've got to judge every team on what's in front of you on the day, basically. And uh, yeah, it didn't go to plan, but I do think it'll be different this Thursday. It's quite funny how you'd see the the emotions can change so quickly. Yeah. So from it would have been was it less than a week prior beating City on pens, and everyone mm. going no. Oh. Well, we're champions of, of Asia. Fantastic. Yep. So suddenly, like, we're scraping past these, and everyone just suddenly <laughs> thinks the whole season's going to fall apart. Like yeah. we, we were going to get, get top four after beating City penalties, and now it's oh god, oh no, we're not, we're not, gonna, we're going to get bottom off. No, we're going to get bottom <laughs> off. I like how these. Um, uh, I think Lindsay Hooper was the stadium um, like PA that day was saying, "Oh, it's the first trophy of the season." Oh, yes. yeah, we're counting it now, are we? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is the first stroke of the season. Um, it was hot, wasn't it? I mean, 35 degrees in the day. It must have been a good 30, even by kick-off time. We'll have a carb on. We on all went battery. short or we all went shorts? Do yeah. we all go shorts? Oh, Absolutely, definitely. yeah. Do you definitely. I, I did spot a couple of people in jeans. And I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, I was doing that in the game. I was looking around to see who had <laughs> either like long sleeves on or jeans. And I just looked at them in disgust. Just thinking, what, what's wrong with you? Unless you're in an aircon room somehow, or you've got your own aircon unit within your person. About your person, yeah. About your person, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The shorts are like the jeans are interwoven with an aircon system <laughs> that keeps you cool. Then I was like, "What are you doing?" I, I felt sorry, very sorry, as well. Two minutes before the end of the game, when they announced that there was no trains at all anywhere, <laughs> I've just seen influx of people to yeah. get up. Well, yeah. well, where are you going? You're going to get a train. <laughs> like, like, some people, perhaps, who may have come further than Birmingham, you would, you know, obviously because that's to be easy to do Birmingham on the tram. Yeah, you would think. Oh, I did see some. There. I did see some horror stories online about um, some some people getting to the train station, being told, you know, having the good news confirmed. There's no trains, and then just told, just go and get a hotel for the night. <laughs> you imagine getting a hotel though. I know it's Thursday night in Wolverhampton, but oh, the Britannia be quidzing, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> rubbing their hands. Welcome. This is their time to shine. Yeah. When have you ever? Don't know- go that one. That's the murder room. <laughs> <laughs> when have you ever known anything though in England? heat stop play and everything just you oh. know, the rain stops everything the snow it's too hot well, it's it too did, cold it did stop to rain just before the end yeah, of, just as the end of the game and I was thinking can't get away from it we're all in our shorts here <laughs> what's gonna happen um, let's talk about standout performances um, I thought Jotter again did really well got his goal thumping goal it was a thumper it was. It did really feel like it came to him was like oh I've had enough of this just whacked <laughs> it uh, but he could really be a standout this season I think it could be his time to shine I've got him down for um, as an each way bet top scorer from the Premier League bold I know uh, 200 to 1 Neves was 100 to 1 how does that work anyway <laughs> I don't know it doesn't make any sense but I just think this season is going to be absolutely dynamite for us he'll, he'll, I think he'll score more goals for us this year than Jimenez will I think at some point Jimenez might his predictions coming in. slow down a bit but I think yeah. I, I just love him I love Jota so much Um just because he's just a little warrior, isn't he? He just he's our little Portuguese prince. Yeah, he is. It's what, it always goes to roll too, isn't he? Portuguese <laughs> prince. I've well, since Siggy's like gone, I've got to anoint someone the new prince. So maybe I'll, um, <laughs> he can be the Portuguese prince. Um, Dendonka as well. I thought Dendonka did all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's. You can just tell though, sort of from the, those first sort of League Cup games we saw him in last season, um, Leicester at home. I think. Yeah, that's the one. Um, yeah. And, you know, he was a big lad in terms of stocky and stuff. But I even think, like, seeing him on Thursday, he seems to have trimmed down again. He's just energy, bundles of energy. He's up and down. Yeah. But I think 
in hindsight, I think we're probably going to see this season against those teams where we need to break them down. He's probably going to be the one that's going to get sacrificed, I think, if we get a light flight replacement in terms of an attacking midfielder, just because of, you know, he's not that creative, but you can't really fault what he does for the team, especially, you know, against these bigger clubs. He breaks up plays up and down, and I just think he's a fantastic player. Um, let's talk about Chorua as well. Started a wing back, which we all think he's going to get converted into there. I thought he did quite well. He did. I know you could argue about the quality of the opposition, but still, I did see. He did well. I did see the left. Well, it's been the left, the left back for Crusaders. After about twenty minutes, I just saw him put his hand on his hips and just give a big. He <sighs> <laughs> thought, "I've got a long, I've got a long night. I've got a long night ahead of me." He's not every week. He's going to come up against someone like yeah. Traore yeah, yeah. in the Northern Irish League. All due respect to the Northern Irish League, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do, I, unfortunately for him, I'd expect more of the same this coming Thursday because I think he's is going to have another party yeah. with him with <laughs> this Thursday. I think, but I think this is going to be the only position he can have now getting into the team, given the current formation, because there's no real yeah. space from up front, is there? No. So he's got to really impress as much as feasibly possible while Dorit is out of action. Just because as if he does well enough, potentially I could see Nuno just say to Doherty, you know, sorry, but yeah. he's actually started the season quite well. He started because he, he'll play. I know Doherty's back training now, but Traoré should play ne- yeah. in the next couple of games. You've got to fight for your place now. Just show, yeah, show him what you can do. Show him you've took on board all that you've learned in training in, in training this position, and show me why I should pick you over. It won't be it won't be easy, but he's got to just keep doing, keep playing exactly as he did then, and in the two other Asian preseason games, and just giving him a bit of a selection headache. Yeah, and I think you know I do, I do think that position suits him better than playing up front as well. From what I've seen anyway, um, from him over the last year, sort of, he does look better when he gets the ball deeper, and he's got a, you know he gets the ball, he drives, and he can mm. take people on. He's for all his pace in the world. I wish that he just. As soon as Neville's got the ball, he's just running to the corner flag because no one's ever going to catch him, but he's just not that sort of player. Um, you know, he likes the ball to his feet, he likes to dribble. And when he, you know, he had that experiment up front and stuff, it's just, I don't think, like you say, there's not really that position for him in this this formation we're playing at the moment. But playing 5 3 2, playing wing back against, again, lesser opposition, you know, he might have a role where he's just playing in the Europa League rotating with Doherty mm. and it's a good option especially with teams that are coming to Molyneux who we need to break down I think he's a good option for that as well uh, Anybody else at all that you thought or oh, those the, the people anybody else that stood out for you? No I think everyone played well as such because given the nature of the opposition I know you could probably, if you're being harsh you could pick on Gibbs White to say he was a bit indifferent yeah I just don't know whether that front two is his position though is it it no. just feels like they put him there to have someone there yeah I think he's just been shoehorned in there I mean he could if he wanted to he could have played one of the young lads up front like Niall Ennis or something but he's he's trying to give mm. Gibbs White all the chances because let's, let's face it in that midfield three he's not getting the game is he he's not going to get a start anytime soon no. you know there'll probably be some elements of rotation this year but um I think everyone played well obviously some better than others uh, but I think just given the nature of the opposition everyone was made to look quite good yeah I would say anyone else for you Jordan at all um, I mean yeah. 
and sort of said, I think that everyone played quite well, but also within themselves, I think as well. Like we weren't at full pelt on that game, and you know it is still pre-season as such. People don't want to get injured. Um, you know they're playing with themselves, trying to get the fitness up, and I think we were solid. You know, like like I say, we won two 0 The result. I don't want to say it didn't matter. It did matter that we did win, but it wasn't that important. It was another 90 minutes in the bank for a lot of the players. Um, and it's just, like I say, move on to Thursday and take it from there, I think. And talking about that away leg then, um, any changes, do you think? We're going to wrap it up, surely. I don't think there'll be any changes. Hang up. We're going to wrap it up, surely, aren't we? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there'll be any changes. I just think, I guess sometimes you would have to question even subconsciously in the players' mind to get psyched up for a game against a team like yeah. Crusaders. You know, publicly on the outside they'll all say, no, no, it's you know every game they get ready for. But when you're, you're just thinking the weeks build up behind the scenes at the training ground when they're doing tactical stuff, you're thinking, well, what tactically would they have on like Crusaders? Yeah. I mean, I, I, think I am right in saying they are a semi-professional team, aren't they? I think, I think so, yeah. I think they are. Or... or it's, they might be professional in, in the, the like Northern Ireland League, but either way, you know, it's such a step down from where we are. You have to think maybe, you know, like you said, they did play in within themselves a bit. Yeah, and maybe yeah. there was a subconscious element to that, but I just think a, a new way leg now, potentially Crusaders might come at us a little bit more because and, they, they, they yeah. want to try and put, so, you know, a show on for their fans. They're not going to want to sit and defend in front of their own fans. Which plays minutes. into our hands. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And it's an artificial pitch as well. Which our players aren't going to be used to. No. So that plays into their hands. <laughs> <laughs> but would it really affect us that much, I guess, this, these plastic pitches? I don't know, a lot of people say it, but re- does it really have that much of an effect? If anything, it's going to make it a slicker surface, I think, for us to ping the ball around, yeah. if I'm being honest with you. And I think Thursday's result will all depend on what ambition Crusaders have got. Like They've they've come to Molyneux, they've got the result as such, you know, they've had their cup final, they're really happy with it and, you know, like I say, fair play to them, but do they believe they can actually turn this tie around? Because if they come out and attack us, I think it's going to end one way. If they do what they did on last Thursday, it could be 2-3-4-0. But, you know, I, I would like to see them go for it. Like I say, they've got nothing to lose and, yeah, let's hope it... We score a few more goals. Uh, a couple of other bits uh, before we wrap up on this bit. Uh, the rail seats installed. Uh, mine, were... mine wasn't. Yours wasn't? No? No. No. Scandalous. Fosen out. <laughs> <laughs> there was some... What was the... I, I never really read up on this. What was the, the issue that people pointed out with the rail seats? Was some not properly aligned or what? I think they put something on, this, on, the, on the seating plan. There's two rows that aren't... Well, we're never there. Yeah. But when they put the rail seats in, they included them. So they were missing two rows. Have I got that right? Some, someone told me um, when I went to play football on Sunday, someone said that there was a man almost fighting and squaring up to a steward because his row of his seat had gone. That he's always sat in, apparently, in the South Bank yeah. with the seating plan. I'm not quite sure, but apparently got quite heated. Uh, frozen out. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the other thing as well it went cashless Molyneux couldn't take cash it was all cards mm-hmm. oh my the forums were going mad <laughs> um, look I can understand why they've done this because that's where we're going now I don't I don't. I rarely pay in cash myself it might be a generational thing but oh, no, I'll never carry cash I love though. the fact that I could go and go with my phone and my card there you go thank you very much but I do get the feeling they could have done this as a transition maybe because not everybody would have turned up knowing it was, no, it, was, no. it was cashless. 
they could have had a cash till every couple of bars and said, by the way, I don't know, 1st September, when the game is September, it's going to be cashless. I so think that's what they made that ready. I think that's what they they did. Um, so they left they left probably one open. You know, in in the the whole. To, well, to be fair, the whole stands. Oh, so concourse. they did that in. Okay, <laughs> I, I just thought it was one. Yeah. I thought it was literally everywhere. So they did do that then. They did, yeah, and they, I think they said they put like a message because it's all. I didn't probably get a look at it, but they've all got electronic screens now on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kiosk, and they did say they were going to put a message on there saying as of. I think some like September. This is going completely. You know, you know, this won't even this won't be here. This little one cash till. Mm-hmm. So go and get yourself a contactless card. For them, <laughs> essentially. So everything I just ranted about, they actually did do. Yeah, but I thought I'd let you finish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say. But I didn't want to put in that, that rant. They did actually do all that, David. All oh, right. Okay. But yeah. but I mean, I, I actually went up there and I, I wanted to order one of them wraps that I tried there. The the new Tika wraps doing didn't bloody have any, did they? Popular choice, or just didn't have any? Oh, we're not serving them yet. Oh, okay. So I thought, pie then, please. <laughs> and it was literally hotter than the sun. Yeah. I, had to, I started it. I had to leave it for ten minutes. <laughs> like, I, I start, and then I realised I've forgotten the forks. I had to use my hands. Oh. You had to use your hands. I had to get in there like a peasant, a feral peasant, <laughs> and like scoop the meat out the pie and eat my bare hands, Dave. Oh. Luckily, I've got a couple of extra napkins. And add that to the heat outside yeah. as well. I know. Just, just imagine that. Well, they do say you should eat hot food when it is hot because it lies. cools you down. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> it's like when people say have a have a cup of tea in hot weather. Yeah, I know. It cools you down. No. Bullshitters, yeah. a lot of them. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> absolute nonsense. Oh, okay. We'll we'll leave Crusaders <laughs> on that bit, everybody. Uh, right, we're gonna have a break now where we're gonna talk about transfers, and we'll do Twitter corner after this. <laughs> Uh, welcome back to the show, everybody. Right, Wolves have actually bought some bloody players, everybody. We've actually bought some players. People were getting nervous, weren't they? But what about Dendonka and Jimenez? Yes, we've actually <laughs> bought some other players. Uh, right, let's start with um, Jesus Vajeo. Um He's on season-long loan from Real Madrid. No option to buy. Uh, he's played 19 times for Real Madrid, uh, but he only played seven last year due to injury. A centre-back, he's got great curly hair. He's top of the fancast hair list right there. Um, doesn't look like doesn't look like you know the the regen player faces on Football Manager. It yeah, it does actually. Yeah. Player face. Uh, right, the first important question, uh, Jordan. Had you heard of Jesus Vallejo? No. Adam, had you heard <laughs> of Jesus Vallejo? Um, I had not. Me neither. All <laughs> around the table. Uh, what this says to me is no option to buy. He must be good enough that they don't want to give have an option to buy or a obligatory sale. Yeah, I don't believe that Johnny had a buyout, an uh, automatic buy clause as well. I think that sort of we. Yeah, I just remember it be just being a loan as far as I'm Yeah, and I think that, you know, I think if he has a good season with us and we want to buy him, I think we'll sign him. Um, I can't imagine that if, you know, he was in Real Madrid's plans, they're going to let him go at 22. All so. the money in the world, haven't they, Real Madrid? They can buy whoever they want. Exactly, and to be fair, he's got to get past Ramos and Varane, so it's not plain sailing. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, d- I think it's one of those. I think if he comes and he plays well, um, I, I think it'll be a Johnny situation where we uh, end up buying him in January if he's doing a good job, and uh, we'll get that sealed up. Adam, you've got your phone, you've got your stats. I've got some stats as well. We're going to have a stat off. Of the football manager kind, of course, but you've got the real stats. Well, I'll just get obviously because it's quite hard when people say that we'd signed this guy. It's 
hard how excited you get when you don't know (laughs) the first thing about the guy so i did take to uh tinterweb and um yeah i mean he's been he's been at real madrid now since what season was it 15 16 maybe and they sent him on loan back to zaragoza then he went to the bundesliga to play for frankfurt and then he stayed at real madrid for the last two years he's played seven times season before last and then like you say five times in the league season um just gone so he's not a regular by any stretch of the, of the means and well some, uh, well some of it was due to injury that was why i mean um david cartridge who's the edge of espn uk he tweeted a couple of things about this saying he's a left-sided centre-back who styles noticed him to pk so i'll have a bit of that uh, okay. but injuries were the main reason for his lack of progression he's a very smooth confident defender uh calm the ball and he's an ideal partner for cody but there is a rawness to him and he can have lapses in concentration and wild decisions but they seem to come out of nowhere no rumors with this one well, you see, he's right because he says he's got he's had a lot of injuries <laughs> on the on the C website, muscle injuries, hamstring injuries. So yeah, he didn't really he he got on the bench towards the end of the season. He, he did actually play. He did actually start like the last three or four games of the season, and then he decided to get sent off against Real Sociedad. So poor show, angry poor man. Show. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting that he's a left-sided centre half, as you say, because that's in direct competition with Bolly, then, isn't it? And Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree there's no chance of him getting dropped anytime soon. No, I wouldn't have thought so. I mean, you'd think, because a lot of people seem to want Bennett to, they see, well, they don't want him out of the team, I've worked out that wrong, but you know, they see him as the the one who would be most likely yeah. to be dropped. So, yeah. you know, would in that case, will Bolly switch over in the, and Vallejo go in, or is Vallejo not designed to compete with Bennett? Is he for Bolly? We, we just don't, we just don't know. We'll find but, uh, out. That'd be interesting. I don't think he'll start for us straight away, if at all. You know, Neon no, no. likes, likes to keep his team settled. Well, so. he can't, we can't play in the game against Crusaders because they have to be registered before the yeah. the first yeah. leg for that. Um, football manager stats, everybody. The most important stats, of course, yeah, of all. Um, he's rated the most as 17 on something. What do you think 17 is? What have you rated the most on 17? We'll do the top three. Hair. That's not, that's not <laughs> they need to put that in this so they really do 17 um, oh, is composure still a stat yeah, that's what uh, I was going to go for composure I am wrong good. technically it's joint first and composure is one of them yes. at 17 so yeah well, so what's his other joint one then oh, at 17 at 17 um, oh, I've never seen him run so I can't say no I know I, that's what I mean I can't <laughs> even say he's Quit. I don't even know. He doesn't look like a 17 strength man. No, he doesn't. And oh, uh, and anticipation. It is 17. Wow. Oh, look at that. Wow. I, thought, I thought, though, you know, lack of concentration, maybe anticipation wouldn't be there. <laughs> but, oh well. Okay, so uh, we'll go for second then. What's second? He's got six. He's got a 16. One 16 for um, second place. Oh, um. Bravery. Bravery. That as well. bravery. No, it's a 12. Oh. 12 bravery. What's it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, it was teamwork. 16, which is all it works both. Uh, both well things, yeah. And uh, finally, another one. He's got two 15s. Well, two hopefully 15s. one of them is yeah. tackling. Yeah. One of them is tackling. And, head- and heading would be nice. Uh, <laughs> heading is only a 12. Oh. The other one, bit dubious of what he's got another 15 for. Bit dubious. Knowing what we know already in the last few seconds. Oh, um, um, in what ability to get a red card? 
<laughs> natural fitness. Natural fitness, yeah. 15. That's all right. Yeah, it's three quarters away there. Yeah. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, this is good. Yeah. We've got someone from Real Madrid. Well, that's, yeah. always, that's always good. They had to do the communication tweet. They did. Yeah. They did. It's so good. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Anyway, let's um, go on to the other signing as announced today on Tuesday. Patrick Cotrone has signed on a four-year deal. So, um, it's thought to be about £16 million with the add-ons, which would get up to about £20 million. Uh, striker, if we finally get another striker. More of a kind of a striker, fox-in-the-box kind of striker. Only 21 years old. AC Milan fans did not want to let him go, did they? No. He seemed like a proper darling of the side. They wore happy. No. And I think that, that, you know, I always find that these sort of transfers, you've got to sort of look at the club they're leaving's reaction to it to get a good gauge of you know, what they think of him and, you know, everything I've sort of read about him and seen, you know, he, he seems like a really good player in, that we're picking up, I think. And the fact the price we've paid for him as well when Sheffield United are paying £20 million for Oli McBurney, it's just, I don't know how we do it. Just give Jorge Mendes the get, keys to Wolverhampton. Just Get, give, get that bronze statue. Just... Just give him everything. You know the episode of The Simpsons when it's the do whatever I feel like day and they put a, a bronze statue of the guy who runs the course and there's women on there throwing petals around. Yeah. That's why I imagine George Mendes with that, just Absolutely. petals being thrown at him. Yeah. Get him on the top of the uh, man on the horse, riding that <laughs> horse through the town. George Mendes, what a man. Um, he scored 16 goals in 42 games in a couple of seasons ago and only 9 in 43 last season. But I I could be wrong here, but I've got the feeling he wasn't as picked as much last season. No, they've um, I think they've got it's um Christopher Piatek, I think. Yeah, and um, he's obviously well, very highly rated, and I think that's all. I think that's the only reason why. I think that's the only reason, really, why AC Milan decided to sell him. He's an asset, and I think they've got financial fair play regulation stuff yeah. kicking off. So, you know, reluctantly, I think we've got a bit of a bargain on our hands here. How do we, oh, sorry, I forgot. To, how do we actually heard of him? Yes, I hadn't heard him still. But I, I had. Jordan had heard him. He's a hipster. Uh, He's a no, hipster. It, it was very much. I actually signed him on Football Manager oh. last season. I'll, I'll be honest. So. I didn't have much about him. No. I do find it quite funny when we like with the Vallejo and especially Catrone. When we, as soon as we were linked with him, all like the. Um, Suddenly, people's European knowledge gets better. Yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Overnight, and suddenly, yeah. uh, nah, that doesn't suit us. Or, oh, <laughs> I'm honestly, he's a this guy's a baller. This guy's a baller. I was watching him at Frankfurt in the under 17. Where were I mean, yeah, I'll, again, I took straight to the uh, the net to have a look. And I think, like, last year he was in and out the team. It looks that way from, from Milan. So, if he started off on the bench, he started in the middle of the season, started quite a lot of games, then went back onto the bench again. Um, not prolific, really. Three three goals all season long. Um, so I dare say, if this was any other guy that people may not have known, you'd immediately ask a question, what's what, what's he bringing to the team? Because it's not goals. Yeah. But then, the same was said about Jimenez. That's what I was going to say, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, last year when we all looked at his stats and go, well, it's not Benfica aren't playing, he was not scoring, what, what are we having? <laughs> and lo and behold, many Mexican masks later, yeah. we, we love him. So maybe with the same again will happen here. But so, um, we're gonna, so by this time next year, we're going to be serving spag ball out. Everywhere. We'll all have Italian chef hats or and twirly moustaches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Viennetta sales will be through the roof. Oh, <laughs> again, you don't see adverts for Viennetta on telly. You don't? You no. don't? I think I had that after every tea as a kid. Yeah. Actually, did you ever see? Yeah, you saw adverts for Viennetta, didn't you? Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. Or Cornetto. 
again sails yeah. through the roof. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. There'll be no more mint feasts being bought. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be Cornettos. <laughs> um, this is, guys, he's surely an alternative, isn't he, to, to Jimenez and Jota. Because I think when you watch the Crusaders game, it's that kind of guy who's stuck in the box for that all that ticking period. That's what we lacked. I just felt like at times against Crusaders, when they put so many men behind the ball, we had maybe like two players in the box. And someone like Catroni could just order, like, you just stay there. Just yeah. stay there and cause a havoc. And I think that, again, it's sort of, we, we've got, <clears throat> no, we have got Catroni in. I think that we have that option now to, and again, I've seen it on Twitter debated as well, whether Jota can play that third midfield role or the number, floating, 10. The number 10 floating behind the strikers. And again, I think against the lesser opposition, you can probably get away with it. Um but I do think that's probably, you know, on my shopping list, I think that that is the one position we do need to strengthen on now, I think. Yeah. Um, I could see Jota reverting to number 10. I think we need that type of player who unlocks the defences in those cases when you've got so many men. As long as he keeps scoring the goals for me. Yeah, who cares really? That's what yeah. I need. I've got, I've got that <laughs> Don't lose my bet, Jota. <laughs> I do think it's good though, because like, like you say, Jota and Jimenez, similar in their work rate, and they'll, 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 they'll both yeah. work bloody hard and then Couturone I'm not saying doesn't work hard I'm not, I can't say that because I, I don't know much about him but from the common consensus what people have said he will stick more to the middle yeah and he could actually be the beneficiary of Jota and Jimenez working hard I mean, I, again I dare say that he's come here he's going to start on the bench for us because I'm assuming given what, all, what they did last year Jota and Jimenez will be the, the first two being picked Um so he might, might be more of a Europa player. You don't yeah. know. Well, he's got, when we he's go got, through all the reins, of He's course. got a good record by the looks of it in, in Europa. So maybe he'll play against FC Armenia next <laughs> game. We, you know, I think we were lucky in some respects last season, but we really needed that difference, didn't we? Yeah. There might be certain games where you think, you know what, it might be better to start Catrone. Might be better to rest Jimenez or Jota or, and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. Well, if we, do, if we do plan to go far-ish into the tournament, or as Brassel says, go in... Possibly to the quarters, stroke semis. Go trust Brassel. <laughs> but he says it. If he says it, I believe it. Yeah, it's happening. But if we go as far as as we can in that, then there will have to be an element of switching around the rotation. Yeah. Uh, let's do football manager stats then for Catrone. His highest one. He does have a seventeen. But it's just one. What's his seventeen? What's his seventeen? I should know this. I brought him positioning. Uh, no, he's actually only a six on positioning. Damn it! What? Send him back because he can't move, or I think it doesn't is, move, or it's, it's like nearly one of his lowest ones as well. I'd go. It's got to be. I'm hoping it's finishing for seventeen. Uh, it is not. I can tell you that now. Three league goals would say no. Um, <laughs> he's seventeen. He's determination. So okay. turns back to what you said before. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Determination. Yeah. He's uh, in second. He does have a sixteen. Let me just check. He has one, two, two sixteens. Work right. Uh, no. <sighs> Maybe one that you said earlier. Anticipation. It is that one, but that isn't the one you also said earlier. Ah, uh, bravery, didn't I? No, no. So anticipation's one. What other guesses did you have? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> what did you hope for that you would have? Heading, tackling, <laughs> finishing, 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 finishing. Sixteen on the finish. Sorry, I was, I was using old school term shooting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's got he's got a few 
fifteens, which is always good to see. Give me, give me a couple that you might have. Did they ever have, um, you know, that descriptions of players name like Wonder Kid or something? Does he have like a description like that? Is he like Hothead or something? Uh, a personality. Yeah. Yeah. Fairly determined. <laughs> She's good. Okay. Player traits. I think we all aspire to that. <laughs> <laughs> Player traits. Ready for this one? Go for it. Go for it. None. Oh. Oh well. Maybe he just goes quietly among his business. <laughs> <laughs> just does his shopping at Sainsbury's, goes home. He's yeah. in Fumi right now, probably. He probably yeah. is. Got to be, hasn't he? I Scores a goal, shakes his hands, I rolls up bet, socks, goes I back to the bet your house that he's in Fumi right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, 15 is concentration, which is always good. Work rate, um, agility and pace. Always good for a striker. Yeah. It's always helpful. It's always good. It's always good. Uh, so, happy chaps, yep. I mean, Nuno said he wants two, which I think was... The one who was before Catroni, so he's expecting one more. And we all know who it is. It's going to be Diaz, isn't it? Well, They're going to bring him in. They're going to bring in the big guns. <laughs> oh, just... Sorry, this is an absolute delayed reaction for me, but does this mean we're not going to sign Andre Silva now? <laughs> I think it does. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! There's always January. There's another six-month sticker. Let's talk about some outs. Uh, Rafa Mir's gone out on loan to Forest with an option to buy. He's gone now, isn't he? Would have thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very partridge yes. Yeah. Sugar the shoulders there. Yeah. He's gone now. Uh, Will Norris uh, season on loan to Ipswich Town as well. I mean, he needed, he needed a game time, really, didn't he? It makes sense, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does, yeah. He's, he's, he's too good to just be sat literally in this, like, being the third choice. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I think that really, anytime we played for us, he didn't really let us down, other than Sunderland away when we'd already wrapped the season up. But The whole team let us down. The whole it? team let us down, to be fair, on that game. But yeah, I think you're right. I think he's, he's too good to be a third choice keeper. Um, and I know that we probably might end up bringing a left field person in to do that job like uh, Andy Lonergan's gone to Liverpool hasn't he and Richard Wright from Man- you know we might end up with some random <laughs> signing like that who knows yeah and you know what I'll, you know, I really wouldn't mind someone like that I think that would really be nostalgic and bring us back down to earth you know who would have been signing five years ago <laughs> bring him in I think you'll probably utilise that as Sondergaard you might, you might as well just fill yeah. the gap I mean Norris now should probably understand that he's he'll, he'll never play for Wolves again. There, that's probably, that's it for him now because he's just not. Isn't it? Mm. There's no real way back in mm. from there. But no, he had a good, he had a good, he had a good league cup run, didn't he? Yeah, that, yeah. The fir- the, the well, second it depends year. Depends on what Patricia is. What age? He's only thirty one. Uh, thirty one. Mm. Ruddy's been the same. Look at the same. Same. No, door might not be closed. Leave it open three uh, inches. I think. Yeah. I think it depends on. Leave it open three inches. Probably does depend on what Ruddy does and how long he's willing to play second fiddle. And I mean, I was quite surprised that Patricio played actually Thursday night because I thought that it, he might have played Ruddy um, being the cup keeper, but maybe he's being a bit well, I this bullish now and just thought play our best 11 always yeah I said, this, I said this to my mate I thought, I'm glad they just played Patricio yeah because it, if I was him I would be a bit pissed off if I'd signed for Wolves and I'd only play league games and like Ruddy's getting the cup runs in like the FA Cup like last year and then he plays Europa as well I wouldn't I wouldn't have been happy if that was me no. I think what we'll see this year is Patricio will do league in Europa League and Ruddy will Keep the keep domestics. Mm. That's the way you keep him happy. And then, and then also, Ruddy says, "We'll say to Ruddy, you can play these cup games. You can do the same as you did last year. You get you get to play at Wembley if you get another cup run. And likewise, all it takes is a bad injury or a suspension for yeah. three show, and then you get to play some big, potentially big league games as well. That's to say, you just keep him happy. Good transfers all done. 
That's all done. Right, uh, we're not going to do a quiz this week because Dan did write a quiz, but it's for next week. So he has been given a For warning, sure. a verbal warning on that matter. <laughs> and there will be a, a, a conversation with HR tomorrow. But yeah, that quiz is for next week. Informal Oops. meeting, I Informal yeah. meeting. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to get the HR representatives in, I think. But we'll, we'll see. We'll go to Twitter Corner instead. Uh, Rob Cartwright says, what peach stoppings are you most looking forward to from the new caterers? For me, it's Pepper Catrone. God. Yeah. Right, I'll see you later. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, homeboy, loving that name on Twitter. Says hi, chaps. Liking the interviews on the last podcast. Thank you very much. Uh, questions: Catroni, Jota, Jimenez, three up top or two, and who do you think will be the top scorer this season? Well, we already know from yourself. You think it's going to be Jota? Uh, who's going to be top scorer this season, Jordan? I would actually. I, I think it's Jota as well this season. Um, I think that by the end of last season as maybe controversial as it is I think he became our most important player by the end of last season um, and I just think that watching him play I think he's got the most scope to improve as well yeah. sort of you know Neves came with that massive tag and phenomenal player um, that he is but the more I watch Jota the more I just think he looks more special like every, you know he he gets the ball, he drives the ball, and, you know, it's hard to judge him on the Crusaders game, but he took his goal extremely well. Um, but even, like, the Asia Cup as well, like, that Newcastle game, where it was just seemed, to, that first half, he was just unplayable. And, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he was our top goal scorer at all, and up there with, you know, I reckon 15 league goals this season, more than achievable. Do you think yeah. we could see that three, then maybe a dream three of Gatrone, Jimenez, Jota, if Jota makes the 10, presumably? Not straight away. I think he'll keep to the formation he knows that works. I think I do think someone will have to be the full guy at some point. I do think it initially. I don't think a trainer will start straight away. I think he's got to earn his way in. Um, but as I said before, there'll, there'll be an element of rotation, so you won't have to sit out overly too long. I think there'll be you'll get you'll get you'll get a fair chance, but I think initially he might have to just wait out a little bit. Uh, Chris Samad said, dream away day in the Europa League this year. When we obviously get there, of course. Dream away tie. For me, I would love someone like Lech Poznan, the Polish, you know, the Polish okay, one. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. About, on, on, for like, big games and Europa League games, their fans go absolutely bloody mental. All like, the TIFOs. Yeah. And they're, they're, it's fantastic. I was going to go there, actually. I'm on, um, I'm on my stag do, but we went to... Um, Rusty Dortmund instead. Obviously, it's not it's yeah. not, not a massive step down, but yeah. it's a good experience. So <laughs> if, if they if Dortmund got knocked out and had to go into Europa League, that would be the one for me. Dortmund away with the it ball yeah. would be the top one. Yeah, he's good. I, but I know some of these Polish ones, are, they're meant, they, are, they are mental. So I think yeah. that would be, that'd be great to experience. Uh, Jordan, any dream away times for you? Um... I think the weird and wonderful ones would be great. Um, but for me as well, I'm sort of hoping that, I think in the group stages, if we get there, Touchwood, that I think something like a Rangers or Celtic would be Celtic tasty. Would be Celtic would be good. Um, you know, it'd sell out both legs. And yeah, I just think one of those toys, you know, you, that Battle of Britain sort of thing would be fantastic. Um yeah, and you've got your weird and wonderfuls and going to Poland and your Czech Republics and all that, but 
yeah, I think a Battle of Britain would be quite good as well. Um, and final question, uh, fancast favourite, Oliver Butler says, uh, would Nuno knock Boris out? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the answer there. <laughs> Call me off it. Well, interesting question. I'm just, I'm just thinking because I've saw Boris try them comedy rugby tackles before. I'm just thinking, would, yeah, he, just, would he just charge at Nuno and <laughs> Nuno wouldn't know what to do? And Boris might it. actually put up a fight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it depends on the rules. Is it? Are we talking street fight or are we talking <laughs> boxing ring and like referee and stuff? I mean, I think. Yeah, well, to be fair, I think Nuno does him in a round anyway, <laughs> both ways, to be fair. I can see new, multiple ways that Nuno beats him up, to be That's fair. That's what I mean, like, like, like <laughs> says, Boris could just, it could be like an MMA fight, and Boris could charge his right and you're like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect this. <laughs> Um, yeah, and that's it. That's what we've done, everybody, and that's the podcast done, everybody. Uh, Jordan, on the scale of um, worst experience of your life to the greatest, where do you rate this um, recording? Oh, it's n- it's near, near enough at the top, I'd say. Good. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. Uh, thanks to you for listening to this week's episode. Um, now, we will be back normally with domestic shows next week. I love saying that. We make domestic and Europe shows. Uh, <laughs> and of course, if we get through, to, uh, through past Crusaders, which through Adam's advice we will be so I can rest easy tonight uh, Wondering to uh, Gdansk will be back in a couple of weeks time to do those other shows as well but we're back to normal domestic rules applies next week <laughs> on the podcast we'll be previewing the Premier League season uh, to come you can follow us all week on social media just type in Wolves Fancast and you can find us there and if you like the show and you've got iTunes subscribe and leave us a five star review and a review because everybody tells us help shoot the charts so I'm going to tell you the same thing as well and of course if you uh, would like to come to our live show it'll be real fun uh, Friday the 23rd of August go to wallsfancast.com forward slash fancast live and you can get a link to get tickets there uh, but for this week it's bye from Jordan goodbye bye from Adam ciao bye from me see you next time <laughs>everyday with out of this world action from the gritty apocalypse of the walking dead universe to the cyberpunk realm of the watch and the criminal underbelly of gangs of london amc plus is more than entertaining it's epic feel all the chills and thrills with shutters halfway to halloween month experience shutters biggest month of horror featuring a new season of creep show and new movie premieres every week all available ad free and on demand start your free trial today at amcplus.com Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.